Amen. <laughs> well, glory to God. Hallelujah. Jesus is Lord. <laughs> God is wonderful. And we are richly blessed. Hallelujah. Yay. Amen. Amen. And amen. It is really a delight to be able to come within your presence today in the matchless name of Jesus. Hallelujah. He is good and his mercy endures forever. We don't take this uh, lightly at all. We thank God for these assignments and we're going forward by the power of the most high God. Aren't you glad to be in the house of the Lord today? Hallelujah. So glad that you're present. I'm glad to be here today. Amen. And we just want to welcome all those who are visiting online. Welcome to World Missions Ministries. Hallelujah. Where the darkness of Satan's power is over and where the true light shines. Amen. It shines with, with salvation with healing, with peace, with power, with deliverance. It's, it, the true light of Jesus shines here, and we're just so grateful to be in your presence and honored to be afforded an opportunity to minister the bread of life. Amen. Hallelujah. So we're going to start in the book of John, John chapter 10. Hallelujah. We're going to go from John chapter 10, and we're going to look at verses 10 and 11 to start. Praise God. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. We're going to talk about choosing to follow the good shepherd. Choosing to follow the good shepherd. Amen. John 10 10, we'll look at, well, actually, yes, we'll, we will leave, we'll go from 10 through, hmm, 10 through at least 14. Let us look at this. The word of God says, John 10, 10, the thief cometh not, but for to steal and to kill, and to destroy. I am come that they, may, that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. I am, hallelujah, the good shepherd. The good shepherd giveth his life for the sheep. But he that is a hireling and not the shepherd, whose own the sheep are not, seeth the wolf coming, and leaveth the sheep, and fleeth, and the wolf catcheth them, and scattereth the sheep. The hireling flees, because he's a hireling, and careth not for the sheep. I am the good shepherd and know my sheep, and am known of mine. Now let us look also at verse 27, John 10, 27. The word says, my sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. 
Hallelujah. Heavenly Father, we are so grateful to come before your presence. We thank you for the sacrifice of Jesus, by whose blood we have the ability to enter in. And so we enter into your gates with thanksgiving in our hearts. We enter your courts with praise. We give you glory. We give you praise, Father. Thank you for allowing us to enter in. And we thank you, Father, that because of the sacrifice of Jesus, we have been made to sit together with you in heavenly places. Hallelujah. Far above principalities, powers, mights, dominions, far above that. We thank you, Father. And it is from this place, hallelujah, we, 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 it is from this place that we receive your word. It is from this place knowing that we are seated together with you in heavenly places, Lord God. We thank you for our elevated position in you. And as this word is ministered, I pray that hearts are receptive. I pray for courageous hearts this morning. I pray for courageous hearts that people have the courage to do, the courage to receive, the courage to follow. I thank you, Father for the good places, the elevated places that you have for us. And by your faith, by, by faith in you and by your grace, we shall arrive at those elevated places in you. Holy Spirit, have your way in this place this day. In Jesus' matchless name, amen, amen, and amen. Hallelujah. You glad you came this morning? Hallelujah. You ready to receive a word from the Lord? Hallelujah. We give him praise as we, amen. He is good. I'm telling you, his mercy is everlasting. I'm just so grateful to know God this morning. Hallelujah. He healed my body. You know that? Glory to God. I'm so grateful. I, I've been battling some sort of virus and I'm just so grateful for the elevated position where he put all that sickness and stuff under my feet so that I'm able to come before you this morning with the living and the unadulterated word of God. Hallelujah. Somebody give him praise. God is good. He is good. And I'm grateful to him. Yes, yes, yes. He is good. He is called the good shepherd. Hallelujah. He says, I am the good shepherd. Don't you know God is good? Hallelujah. He, and I'm telling you, he is good. He's, I am the good shepherd. He loves you. 
He laid down his life for you. Hallelujah. That's what he says. He says in verse 11, John 10, 11, I am the good shepherd and the good shepherd gives his life for the sheep. He loves you. He loves us. He laid down his life for us. Hallelujah. So that our lives would be good, that we would have an abundant life. Hallelujah. He says that he came that we might have life and life more abundantly. And he is a good shepherd giving his life for you to make it possible for us to live an abundant life, to accomplish the plans and purposes that God had designed for us from before the foundation of the world. Let me tell you, he's a good shepherd. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He's talking, amen. He's not like others. There are some people who come into your life and when things get difficult in your life, you can't even find them. They're gone. They don't want to talk to you. They don't want to pick up the phone and Lord, don't be sick for too long because you know, they, they don't even want to check in on you. It's like, okay, well, they're just sick, whatever. But the Bible says that's like a hireling. It's, it's a hireling. A hireling is one who's just hired to do menial tasks. You know, a hireling is one who doesn't have any skin in the game. Yeah. So it's like, look, yeah, <laughs> I've heard people say things like, you know, people who are working like at a bank and they tell you if there's a robber, you don't you just you don't come into contact with them. Just just give them the money and that sort of thing. And I've heard people say, look, they don't pay me enough. You know, I'm not going, I'm not going to be a hero here. They don't pay me enough for that. You know, that's, you know, the difference between, you know, the good shepherd and the hireling, the hireling say the Bible says if the, if the wolf comes when negativity, when bad things come, the hireling leaves, he'll leave you. He'll, and that's how the enemy is as well, right? It causes you, he causes you to try to make wrong decisions. And then when things go bad, He's gone. Nowhere to be found. You're just left out on your own. You just, and you just get destroyed. That's, that's how the enemy operates. That's how you know. That, that's not how the good shepherd operates. There is an enemy of your soul who wants you to make wrong decisions. And then that, that, that foul entity will just leave you high and dry, leave you in your depression, leave you in your poverty, leave, just leave you flat and dry. And, you, and then you wonder, why did I do that? Why did I ever do that? See, that's the operation of the hireling, right? It's, it, but that is not the good shepherd. When you get into any tough situation, God says, he says, I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. I am there with you. I gave my life for you and I came. I am the, I am is always with you. And he is whatever you need for him to be at that time. He says, I am, I am the good shepherd. I will lead you. The Psalm 23 tells us that he leads us. Hallelujah. Into green pastures. He leads us beside stilled waters. He's not the type who's going to leave us. Instead, he's going to lead us. Hallelujah. The good shepherd doesn't leave you. He leads you. He leads you out of difficulties. He leads you out of frustration. He leads you out of confusion. He leads you into a better place. He doesn't leave you. He leads you. Glory to God. Because somebody needs to be led today. There's somebody who needs to know what to do. You need to know how to get from point A to point B. You don't, you're, you're stuck in a situation, but you're not alone. 
alone. For he says, I am, I am the good shepherd. Hallelujah. Aren't you glad to know the good shepherd that God wants good for you? Hallelujah. He wants good for your family. Amen. Everything about your life. He says, I am come so that you might have and enjoy an abundant life. He's not going to leave you. You may have felt alone, but the good shepherd is the I am. He's ever present with you and he is good. He will not leave, but he will lead. Hallelujah. Can you get that today? Hallelujah. He doesn't flee. He defends. He doesn't flee. He helps. He doesn't leave. He leads. Hallelujah. Let's look at that Psalm 23. Oh, bless the Lord. Psalm 23, 1 and 2. The Bible says, hallelujah. I know you know it, but do we know it? Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Hallelujah. Yes. I know some of us have memorized it from the time we were little, but it it says the Lord is my shepherd. See, we have to personalize this thing. He says, I am the good shepherd. He knows who he is, but do you know who he is? Do you know who he is in your life? He says, I am the good shepherd. I give my life for the sheep. Hallelujah. And he says, my sheep hear my voice and they follow me. He says, I'm not a hireling. I will never leave you. Oh, glory to God. I will ne- I'm not a hireling. When, when difficulties come, when the wolf shows up, I'm not going to allow you to just remain there and be destroyed. That's not, that's not how he operates. He says, I am the good shepherd. Okay, so he's telling you who he is, but now do you know who he is to you? You, you understand what I'm saying? Because he is who he is. <laughs> he says, I am that I am. But is, is he I am to you? That's the question. And he says, I love this. And David, the psalmist says, the Lord is my shepherd. Somebody needs to be reminded of that today. Is, is the Lord your shepherd? The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Glory to God. And it makes sense because he says that he has come that you might have and enjoy an abundant life, life more abundantly, right? So if it's more abundantly, then you shall not want. Oh, isn't that beautiful? (laughs) He says, I am the good shepherd. And I've come that you might have life and life more abundantly. So if you're in abundance, then you're not in lack. Thank you, Jesus. But that, has, that truth must be personalized. It's got to be that the truth must be your truth. Amen. He says, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. Well, would that happen even if the wolf is coming? If the, you know, if we saw, we just read in John 10, he talks about how a hireling flees when the wolf comes. But the good shepherd is not going to flee when the wolf comes. If, if the wolf, the good shepherd will not flee. 
He, he gave his life for the sheep. Amen. And Helen, he won't leave. He will lead. Hallelujah. He's going to lead you out of that difficulty. Hallelujah. He's got better for you. Where you are is not where you're staying because he's a good shepherd. He's got better for you. Even if some wolf has invaded your life, your circumstances, he's the good shepherd. He's not leaving you. He will lead you up out of that place. He'll deal with the wolf and take you higher. Are you understand? That's who he is. He is a good shepherd. God is good. And I'm so grateful for Jesus. He is a he's good Hallelujah. And even if your life doesn't look so good right now, oh my goodness, it's important for you to claim Jesus as your shepherd. The Lord is my, wait a minute, I belong to Jesus. He is my shepherd. His promise to me is that I shall not want. I'm not going to lack. This is not going to overwhelm me. It's not going to take me out. This is not the end of my life. Things are getting better. Hallelujah. Because he is my shepherd and he promised he will not leave me, but he says he will lead me and he will lead me. Hallelujah. And make me to lie down. That's a place of repose. So it's a place of rest. So you're not full of agitation. You're not full of concern. You're not full of stress. You're not full of anxiety. The, he says he leads you and causes you to lie down in green pastures. Hallelujah. He leads me beside the still waters. Hallelujah. I, I, thank you, Lord. He doesn't flee. He doesn't leave. He leads. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Aren't you glad? He doesn't leave. Don't, don't, don't think for a second that God has left you. God has not left you. He's, I'm not a hireling. I will not leave you. I will lead you. Hallelujah. I'm leading you into a better place. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Aren't you glad? He doesn't leave. He leads. There's a way out. That, do you understand that? Whatever you're in, there's a way out. Out and the good shepherd has the way out. He's not going to leave you in despair. He's going to lead you beside some stilled waters and green pastures. Glory to God. Aren't you glad to know the good shepherd? God is good. Hallelujah. He's got good for you. He's not leaving you. He said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Never. Can't happen. Impossible. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. That's who we're talking about. The good shepherd. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm so grateful. Whoo, Jesus. Yes. Amen. He's awesome. He is awesome. I thank God. Now, the th what's interesting is we see so much from God's perspective. He says, I will lead you. I won't leave you. <laughs> and at the same time, we see back in John 10. Let's go back to John 10. And it's around, um, yes. 
verse 27. And the word says, John 10, 27. He says something about his sheep. He says, my sheep. Now, this is in red, right? So this is Jesus speaking, the words of Jesus. My sheep hear my voice. And I know them. And they follow me. Ain't that something? See, it says, <laughs> it says, my sheep hear my voice. And I know them, and they follow me. So there's something that, that sheep, we are the sheep of his pasture, those who belong to him. There, there are two things here that pertain to us. It says we, got the, we hear his voice, and we follow him. So it's important. See, some people may ask, why am I still in this situation? Why does it feel as if... God has not answered my prayer. Why am I stuck in this place? Why are things not getting better for me? What's going on? I love the Lord. Bible says, my sheep hear my voice. So we have to have the hearing of the word of God, the hearing of the voice of God. And I've, I believe I've shared in the past what is involved in hearing. I used sometime in the past this um, acronym RAP, R-A-P, right? Because hearing has got to be receptive, it's got to be active, and it's got to be personal. And by that... You know, it's, when he says, my sheep hear my voice, it, hearing has to be receptive. You've, it's got to be received. It's got to be caught. If I, if I throw a ball at you, you got to catch it. You, gotta, you have to say, it's mine. I got it. Hearing must be receptive. And sometimes there are, there are portions of scripture or things that, that are said that we don't want to accept. We don't want to hear it. And we may say, whenever you find yourself saying, well, I know the word says this, but I, yeah, I, I, yeah, 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 yeah. Sometimes, and it happens to me a lot, I guess over the years, I guess most ministers hear this when you're, when you're seeking to minister to someone and there are people who may be real, like stuck in a position and I say, yeah I know the Lord I know the word says this but you don't understand but you don't understand I, I understand yeah 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 I, I got that I can quote it I can quote it but you don't understand this is my situation they said blah 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 it's letting it's just like um someone throwing the ball at you and you're patting it away you're like it's not it's not being received so just go over in your own in your own heart, those areas where, you, where you're inclined to say, yeah, yeah, I know the word says this, but. That's letting, let, that lets you know that you really haven't heard. Because for hearing to be effective, 
It's got to be received. It's got to be receptive. And secondly, it's got to be active. And we see that from this scripture in John 10, 27, because he says, my sheep hear my voice and follow me. It's got to be active. It's got to compel a response. Hallelujah. It's just like, um, okay, let's say you go to the Department of Motor Vehicles. Remember how you used to go, you go there and you would pick a number and you'd have to sit there. Okay, let's say your number is number 10. So you're sitting there, you got your book, you got your Bible, whatever, you're reading through it. And you hear, you hear, now at counter three, no, counter C, number, t- number, number two, calling number two at counter C. So what do you do? You're not, what number are you? You're 10. So you, so you hear it, but it doesn't compel any response, right? It's not active. It doesn't, it's not pertinent to you. But then when it, when it finally says, okay, counter A, calling number 10 to counter A, what would you do? You get up. You're like, oh, that's my number, right? So that hearing resulted in a response, some act, action on your part. And that's the way, when we're talking about hearing the Lord, it involves action. And of course, it's got to be personal. Because like, like as, an, as in our example, you weren't number two, you weren't number three. You weren't, it, it didn't pertain to you, but this pertained to you. It's personal. It's mine. So that's what we were talking about when we're addressing hearing. Like hear, You know how the Bible says, Romans 10, 17, so then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So when we, when we have the word of God, hallelujah, that's hearing the voice of our Lord. He says, my sheep hear my voice, but that hearing, it, we, that, the faith comes when we are receptive and we are active and we personalize that which we are hearing. You understand what I mean? If you don't receive it, you haven't heard. If there's no action on your part, if you're like, yeah, I know, but you haven't heard. If you, if it's, if you don't personalize it, you say, yeah, that, that happens for all these other people. Like you're, there are um, people who have different types of testimonies. and You sit back and say, why do things happen for them and never for me? You haven't heard. You haven't heard because hallelujah, because God, I mean, God is a God who sets a precedent and he says, I don't, I'm not prefer preferring any person over another. I I don't have a preference. I, I, I am, I am love. I am good. I, I am the good shepherd. To all my sheep, there's no preferential treatment. It, I say, whosoever will, let them come. Hallelujah. So the, the idea of the testimonies, hallelujah, the testimony of Jesus, according to scripture, is the spirit of prophecy. So whenever you have the testimony about something that Jesus has done, there's a, there's a prophetic aspect to it, which means that, hallelujah, it can happen for you. 
it, 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 it can happen again. Are you understanding this? It's not like anything that's preferential that, you know, you get it because, I don't know, I like you better than this person. That's not how God works. That is not, but we have to make sure that we are hearing because he says, my sheep hear, <laughs> my sheep hear my voice. Hallelujah. And he says, and I know them and they follow me. Hallelujah. So it's important not only to receive that word, but we have to personalize it and it's going to compel some sort of action on our part. Amen. Anybody understanding this? And when, we, and when those elements combine, that's when we see that faith shows up, that faith that comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Hallelujah. He says, my sheep hear my voice. It's, it's really amazing how we get ourselves into all kinds of situations because we don't want to hear. We want to do things our way. We just don't. Sometimes we don't want to hear. I don't know. Sometimes we think that our heavenly father doesn't want us to have any fun, doesn't want us to have a life. We just we just think it's going to be so, uh, so full of, um, you know, doldrums and just boring and life and following God's going to be so boring. And I want to have some excitement in my life. And, you know. So I don't really want to hear that. I don't, I don't want to hear things about about being. Um, oh, goodness. I, 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 maybe I should leave some of these things alone. <laughs> but, you know, there are different issues, you know. Should I remain celibate? Things, you know, people don't want to hear. They just want to do, they just want things their way. But the word, word of God says, my sheep hear my voice. And the thing is, he wants to lead us into some marvelous places beyond what you can ask or think. And you think you, you think you got to have this. You think you got to, what you got to have is Jesus. What you got to have is the good shepherd. That's what you got to have. Jesus. I know it's quiet up in here. I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm so glad. See, following Jesus requires Sometimes it, can, it requires courage. You know, we, we need the courage, the courage to change, the courage to make a decision, the courage to choose. And I pray today that even as a result of this message, that that this word compels us to be courageous in following Jesus. Because he's got excellent places where he wants to lead us. It requires some courage. Courage to say no to things that you know you should be saying no to. Amen. So, because we know his part, but there's also our part. Hallelujah. There's also our part. When we hear, it's important to follow, right? And following Jesus involves a choice. And when we think about it, 
Right now, we are living in the sum total of the choices that we've made. Mm -mm. The sum total of the choices that we've made. I know it's quiet, but it's, it's the truth. Thank you, Jesus. What I love about God is that we are never in a position where we have to keep making the same choices day after day. We serve a God who says, I laid down my life for you so that you can live an abundant life. Thank you, Jesus. I care that much about you. And because of my sacrifice, I have afforded you an opportunity to make a new choice and follow me. Aren't you? I'm so, thank you. You can make a choice that is in line with your God-given purpose. And even this day, you can choose to follow me. Hallelujah. My sheep hear my voice and they follow me. And sometimes that requires a level of courage. Thank you, Jesus. Everybody won't understand why you're doing what you're doing. They may not understand you, but you've got to make the choice to follow Jesus. And you know what he's speaking into your heart. He, you know what he's speaking. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Let's talk about choice a little bit. Look, let's look at Deuteronomy chapter 30 and verse 19. Thank you, Father. Mm-mm-mm. Deuteronomy 30, verse 19. Oh, let's see. Let me get. I wrote it down, but I, I wrote the scripture, but don't have the text. Deuteronomy 30. Are you there? Say amen. <laughs> Here, let's look at 19. Yeah. It says. I call heaven and earth to record this day against you that I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore, choose life that both thou and thy seed may live. Oh, hallelujah. Let's look at the next verse 20, that thou mayest love the Lord thy God, that thou mayest obey his voice, and that thou mayest cleave unto him, for he is your life and the length of your days, that you may dwell in the land which the Lord sware unto thy fathers, to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob to give them. He says, we have the ability to make a choice. We can choose. Glory to God. I'm so glad we don't have to keep making the same mistakes day after day after day after day. I thank God he gives us the opportunity to make the new choice to actually follow him. 
Hallelujah. Not just talk about knowing Jesus, not just talking about being around the anointing, but actually following him. Hallelujah. You know, he, and he will tell us he, whether it's in finances, you know, there's some of us, as soon as the money comes in, we got to spend it. We go, we go on retail therapy and God's trying to, you know, he gives, sends us funds, gives us wisdom on how to invest, what to do with it. But he, we, we just, you know, I, we just want instant gratification. I'm not putting anything away for any, any kind of day, rainy, whatever. We just, as soon as it comes in, it goes right back out. God blesses us and we just, you know, flit it away on some clothes that five years from now we're giving away anyway. And wonder why we don't have. He says we, there's a point of following and that following involves a choice. And sometimes it takes courage to make that choice. We don't have to allow a re, the stores to be our therapy. You understand? Hallelujah. Because God is blessed. He blesses. He says, I've got a good life for you. But it's essential that we follow. If we don't follow, then we're not really his sheep. Or we're not operating as sheep. But I thank God that even now, at this present moment, we can make the decision. To say, okay, enough is enough. Lord God, I'm following you because you you've got some green pastures and some stilled waters for me. I like your plan. Hallelujah. There's nothing boring about following Jesus. It is, it is an exciting life. It is full of excitement. It's, I mean, you end up, you end up coming into contact with things you didn't, you never thought about. He does exceedingly abundantly above what you can ask or even think about. It's, it's, he's absolutely amazing. Praise God. And I tell you, and following Jesus, when you choose to follow Jesus, that can be absolutely life-changing. Absolutely Life-changing. Praise God. Just, I know we all know this as well. Let me just turn to Joshua 24, 15. Yeah, yeah, yeah amen. <laughs> and the word says, Joshua 24, 15. It's, we're just talking about choices. Because we have to choose to follow him. Hallelujah. Joshua 24, 15. Are you there? Say amen. Amen. And the word says, and if it seem evil unto you to serve the Lord, <laughs> choose you this day whom you will serve, whether the gods which your father served that were on the other side of the flood or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you dwell. <laughs> So that's as I was saying, you can choose. That's your choice. You can choose to serve them other gods, those false gods that may give you a, a temporary thrill, but they will leave you just like the hireling leaves you and allows you to be devoured. You can follow those false gods and you can have a temporary thrill. You know, and you act like, oh, serving God is so boring. He's going to make life so dull. And then you end up 
in a place where you're looking around saying, how did I get here? What is going on? This is terrible. And it says, you can, you can choose that. It is your choice. But Jesus says, my sheep, they don't just come and sit down and listen to a word. They don't just, just tune in on Sunday and listen to some broadcasts. They don't just listen with the ear, but they actually receive it. They, it's actually personal to them. It actually compels action because they follow me. Hallelujah. Yes, and there's courage involved in taking that choice. I know. Because sometimes I mean, it may mean that you got to cut off people that you know are toxic. You know they're toxic. But you think, you just, you, I just got to have it. I got to have that. I just, I can't live without him. I can't live without it. It's not true. It's toxic. Cut it off. It is your choice. But God, it, there's a heavenly father who leads you beside stilled waters and in green pastures. There's someone who deserve, who's deserving of you. I don't know who this is for. I don't know who this is for. But there's, God has better, abundant life, green pastures, good, good things. And he loves you. And he says, you're worth that. You are worth living an abundant life. He decided that for you. You are worth it to him that you would live an abundant life. Hallelujah. You are worth it. He gave, he died so that you could live an abundant life. And he says, you are worth it. Hallelujah. I'm worth it. Glory to God. Do you believe that? I'm worth it. Hallelujah. There's an abundant life for you. Yes. And you're worth it. And he's, now you can serve them other gods that your father served. And other, other people, you may have grown up in an environment that's inconsistent with what you're, what's being ministered here today. You, you can choose to go that way. <laughs> but he says, but as for me and my house. See, do you see the choice they're making? But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Hallelujah. That is a choice, yes. And it may take courage to make that choice because it's so different from what others may have done what others may have expected of you, but you have the ability to make that choice to follow God. Hallelujah. He says, my sheep, they hear my voice. He says, and I know them. God knows you. Hallelujah. I pray for the courage to follow him. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Because the power of choice is life changing. And God wants to change your life. Hallelujah. To lead you beside the stilled waters and green pastures. God's got better for you. Better. Uh, hallelujah. Better in your marriage. Better, 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 better. God's got better. Better, better, better in your finances, better in your physical body, better, 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 better in your work situation. Hallelujah. Whatever it is, better, 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 better.
better. It's better. Better in your education. Better. 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 Hallelujah. God's got better for you. Hey, hallelujah. And I aim to receive the better, the good, the better that God has for me, the abundance that God has for me. Hallelujah. Oh, I want to follow Jesus. I want to follow him. Lord, speak to me. And, I, and the Lord is speaking. Oh, I don't, I don't want, I'm, 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 the days of patting and batting back at the word are over. Hey, man. Hey, yeah, the days, well, I know, but it's over. We make that decision. It may take courage, but you make the decision that that is over. If the Bible says that it is a kind word that turns away wrath, then the times of my screaming are over. I'm not going, I'm not going to call you out of your name. It's over because it's inconsistent with the word. And if I'm to follow Jesus into greener pastures, I cannot approach people that way. I can't allow corrupt communication to come out of my mouth. What God has for me is so important. It's better. It's better than the life that I've been living. It's better. Hallelujah. I want to come home. I want to come home to a house that I'm pleased to enter into. I don't want to be in a place where you, somebody's in one side of the house, somebody's in another side of the house, and there, there's a rumble in the jungle. No, I'm not going there. No, a soft word turns away wrath. That's what he says. That's what he's speaking to my heart. And I've got to follow him because I want things to be better. Thank you, Jesus. Woo, Jesus. Yes. A good life. Abundance. Better. Thank you, Jesus. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. It is a choice. We must choose to follow him. Thank you, Jesus. And I'm going to tell you, not choosing is actually a choice. Not choosing is actually a choice. Mm-hmm. And, and see, sometimes we, I, I, don't, I remember growing up, I, I remember hearing this phrase, um, like, what does it say? It's better, what does it say? Better the devil that you know. Have you ever heard better the devil that you know than the devil that you don't know? You've heard that? Okay. I can remember hearing that. And I was like, well, my goodness, that doesn't make any sense. They both the devil. <laughs> Why would I want any of that? You know, but uh, there are a lot of things that the older folk used to say that I, I used to scratch my head about. I just didn't understand. But because I was a child, they were, I was told that children stay in a ch- child's place and you don't say anything. But I, there are some things that I, I really would scratch my head over and say, Why would they say that? That doesn't make any sense. Devil, devil. I don't want no devil, you know. But, but there are people who won't make the decision to follow Jesus because they're, they understand the hell that they're dealing with. It's like, well, this is, this is, a, this I know. It may be bad, but I know, and I know how to deal with this. 
And it's easier to just deal with a difficult situation or a difficult person than trust God to change because the change just might be worse than what I'm dealing with. Mm. Yeah, you understand? I know I'm going somewhere. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. But see, when you take that stance, it means that you're allowing yourself to remain imprisoned by your problem. And that is not, you're going to get up free. You're going to get free today. Because God does not want that for you. He doesn't want you imprisoned by your problems because you're more content to deal with the devil that you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, y'all didn't know you were having this today. <laughs> I just bless the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, because that's how, that's how you know when you start making excuses for why you don't want to make certain changes that you know ought to be made. But when we are, when we have that, when we when we have that um, response then it is. You're, you're allowing yourself to remain imprisoned. You're imprisoned by your problems. And God wants you out of that. Because he says, my sheep don't only just hear my voice, but they also follow me. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. So I just ask you, what is it going to take for you to follow What will it take for your choices to reflect the life that God wants for you? That's a question. It's so quiet. You're learning. Okay. Amen. So let us go to uh, John chapter 5. I just want to provide an example. John chapter 5. And we're going to look at the first nine verses. Because right now, you have the ability to make choices consistent with what God has for you. We can choose to follow God. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. So in John 5, many of us are familiar with this passage of scripture. We'll look at the first nine verses. It says, and after this, there was a feast of the Jews and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Now there is at Jerusalem by the sheep market, a pool, which is called in the Hebrew tongue, Bethesda, having five porches. In these lay a great multitude of impotent folk, of blind, halt, withered, waiting for the moving of the water. For an angel went down at a certain season into the pool and troubled the water. Whosoever then first, after the troubling of the water, stepped in, was made whole of whatsoever disease he had. And a certain man was there, which had an infirmity, 38 years, and when Jesus saw him lie and knew that he had now been, he had been now a long time in that case, he saith unto him, 
wilt thou be made whole? The impotent man answered him, Sir, I have no man when the water's troubled to put me in the pool, but while I'm coming, another steps down before me. And Jesus saith unto him, Rise, take up your bed, and walk. Hallelujah. And immediately the man was made whole and took up his bed and walked, and on the same day was the Sabbath. See, this is an example of an individual. In fact, there were a lot of people, and the Bible says that they were impotent. So, you know, if they're impotent, they're, that means it's, the definition of impotent includes being um, ineffectual, being weak, being powerless. And it can symbolize the type of, of lives that people are living, just powerless to change, just weak, yeah, not, not, you know, just not being effective even in life. And it said that there were people who were blind, that they just can't see their way, they're, they lack discernment, don't know what's going on, lack proper judgment, that's, that's symbolic of the blind. And let's see, what else did they say? They were blind, they were a halt. Halt means to stop, means cessation. It means a standstill. It means you're stuck. It means suspension. You're not moving forward. So there were people who were blind, couldn't see their way forward. There were people who were just stuck. You, you, you see that? Hesitant, stuck, not able to move. Withered, withered, withered. It's where you're wasting away. Mm -mm. You're wilting, shriveling up. Mm -mm. A loss of vitality. That will not be your portion in Jesus' name. It is not your portion. You are not going to be living a life where you don't know your way forward. You're just full of confusion. I don't know what to do. I don't know what's going to become. We rebuke that in the name of Jesus. You are now being taught that it is important to follow, to follow Jesus, to follow the word of the Lord. Hallelujah. Because he's not going to leave you. He saw all those people there, and that, that, that's what we said. He said, I'm the good shepherd. I'm not going to leave you in that situation, but I'm going to lead you out of it. And that's what God desires to do in your life. He's not going to leave you withered. He's not going to leave you in blindness. He's not going to leave you halt where you're just, you can't move forward. You're just stuck. He's not going to leave you that way. He's not going to leave you withered, blind, halt, impotent. That is not the future that God God has for you. Can you receive this today? That is not the future that God has for you. You're getting unstuck in Jesus' mighty name. You're, hallelujah. You're going to see a way forward in Jesus' mighty name. You are not withering away in Jesus' mighty name. Your life, your future is not withering. Hallelujah. You, you mean something. Your life means something. Hallelujah. You are important to somebody. God has need of you. There's a usefulness to your life. Your life is to have more of 
abundance in it in the name of Jesus. You will not be impotent. You will not be blind. You will not be halt. Your life is not withering away. We rebuke it in the name of Jesus because he is the good shepherd. Hallelujah. And he gives his life for the sheep. He says, I've got an abundant life for you that I died for you to enjoy. So he sees you in that condition and he says, rise up in the name of Jesus. He will not leave you in that condition. Don't accept it. Don't accept it. There are people who get involved in a closed loop. They just accept it. They just believe that's all there is. That is my lot. That's, that's, that's all that I have to look forward to. I made so many mistakes. This is how it is. I just have to accept it. I just have to make do, do the best that I can in this terrible situation. I just got to sort of make do. Well, we'll see what we can do. It's, you know, well, at least I'm not this, blah, blah, blah. No, you're going to advance. You are not going to be intimidated. You're not, you know, you're going to advance. Hallelujah. You're going to experience the real blessings of this life. Hallelujah. There is a life to be lived in Jesus Christ, and you are going to experience the real blessings. Despite what may have happened up to this point, you can always make a new decision. You can always make a choice to follow Jesus. You can always make a choice to follow the one who will lead you out of that place into the good life that he has already planned for you. Is somebody receiving this today? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. You're coming out of this routine. See, the man was in, in this routine. He was always sitting there and he was always sitting there and he'd be looking and he would see somebody getting healed, somebody's life improving, but he's always stuck there. 38 years, he's in that same condition and he's just looking and it's always, it's always somebody else's time, but never his. All, all these other people seem to get some kind of blessing, but he's just been stuck. He's been so close, but yet so far. He can't, he can't, you know, can't even move himself. He's on this bed. He's made his bed. You know, they say you make your bed, you lie in it. He's been lying in that bed that he had made. He had, he was impotent. He was, he just couldn't do anything. And so many people are just lying in these beds that are inconsistent with what Jesus has for you. Hallelujah. And they just have this, this constant loop, this pattern repeat. No, it's not your future. That's not your life. That's not how it is for you. Somebody say, that's not how it is for me. That's not how it is for me. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I thank God because Jesus disturbs those patterns. He come, Oh, I thank God. He comes and he enters in and he disrupts. He disturbs those patterns. He says, no, not for my sheep, not for you. If you hear my voice and follow me, you're coming up out of that pattern. I'm disrupting that pattern in your life. You don't have to rely on some other external event, the troubling of the water. No, I am, am here. I, you just follow the I am. Oh my goodness. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, people, I mean, it's, it's a time where the, we stop doing, oh goodness, 
things without being aware of what we're doing. We gotta stop saying things without being aware of what we're saying and not, uh, not even understanding that this is so far afield of what God has for you. But you just do it out of habit, do it out of rote. You're just in this bed lying in it. It's over. Somebody needs to, even on this day, make the decree that those days are over. Oh, Jesus, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah, these ugly, crippling problems. God seeks to deliver you up out of them. But you got to follow him. Will you trust him? Oh, goodness. Will you trust him? It, it requires a level of courage. Do you have the courage to be made whole? Do you have the courage to enter into, hallelujah, what God has for you? Do you have the courage to trust God to bless your life? Do you, do you have the courage to do that? Or are you going to continue in that cycle of defeat? Are you going to stay on that bed of sorrow? Are you going to stay in that same old cycle where you keep coming back and yelling at this person, putting them down? They're not this, they're not that, blaming and everybody and oh my goodness we gotta stop it oh Jesus because he desires to lead you up out of that mess into something far more beautiful far, abund far more abundant lovely thank you Jesus oh thank you Jesus you had to make a decision. He went to that, he went to the impotent man. And he just looked at him and he knew he'd been there. He knew he'd been there a long time. And he knows exactly what's been going on in each one of our hearts, in our houses. He, he knows. I, you know, I don't need to know. I don't want to know, honestly. <laughs> I got, you know, I, I'm dealing with mine. God is delivering me from so much. Oh, I thank God. Oh, I've been delivered from so, you have no idea. I have been delivered from so much and I'm so grateful to God. I mean, I used to be just timid, so shy. I used to just want to get out of the way. I, I used to feel like I was an accident and, you know, and, and why was I even here? And, I, you know, and I was a burden to my parents because I was the fifth and, the, and they were in their 40s and they're having this kid and they already had a lot of kids and there were all kinds of challenges just financial and blah and you just felt like you're an interruption like you were it was crazy and not that they made you feel that way but you just felt that way because you know you had to share a bed with a sibling you couldn't get your own bed because there are so many of you guys you know you just had to double up and you felt like you and your your, your sister's kicking you like oh you're you, this used to be my own bed now I got to share it with you and, and you just felt like the odd person out can you imagine living life feeling like the odd person out, like you weren't deserving of things? That, you know, it, it, it's, a, it's wicked. It just, not that you're, it wasn't anything that your parents said at all. And they're just going through life, you know, just putting food on the table and making sure kids got what they need and go to school, do this, do that. They don't know what's going on in your little baby's little head like that. You know, and the enemy is sending all of these thoughts, and they're just so wrong. And you don't feel that you're deserving of much. You know, it, it was a weird, that was wicked. And that's why I thank God for Jesus. 
Yeah, I, 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 he made the total difference, you know? He makes the total difference, you know? That, that you are worthy, that I love you, that I created you for purpose on purpose. And that, yes, you're bright, you're brilliant, you can be anything, hallelujah. And I, I'm calling you forth, and I want you to speak my word, and I want, oh, I mean, he made all the difference. And you, yes, you are excellent, and you can excel and, and, and achieve and, and succeed and, and anywhere I place you. And you don't have to worry about money, you don't have to worry about, I got you. I mean, fuck, the best decision I ever made was to follow Jesus, turn my entire life on a, on a positive trajectory. And I thank God. I'm telling you, I went to my, well, I went to one high school anniversary. I think I shared this before. My 10 year anniversary. People did not believe that I was a lawyer. I, where I came, I'm telling, they said, no, you're not. You made up those cards. Not you. You what? You? I, I am not lying to you. Jesus made, has made all the difference. Hallelujah. All the difference. I, so I know what I'm talking about, and I know what it's like to be in this spiral where you're just thinking that you're not good enough, you're not this enough, and what did I do wrong, and why, blah, blah. It's just crippling. But Jesus comes and says, will you be made whole? Will you be made whole? Hallelujah. And now when you hear that, you have to receive it. You have, you have to say, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Help me, Lord. Yes, Lord. And you have to act like it's your number being called. You have to know that it is your number being called. Remember I gave you the DMV example? It's your number. You're up. And you got to personalize it for yourself. Because I'm telling you, other people <laughs> won't believe it. They won't, they won't even understand you. They, will, they, they just won't. Like I said, I went back to that my uh, high school reunion, and people were like, "What? You lawyer? What? You you made those cards up?" They actually said that to me. Mm-hmm. It's the truth. But Jesus, I mean, you talk about turning a life around. And I, I just thank God. I mean, I do thank him. Hallelujah. But, and, and so Jesus asked that question. See, he doesn't leave, he would not leave that man in his condition. But he was leading him out of his condition. Do you see that? And that's how it is with us as well. He's not going to leave you in that condition. He's going to lead you out of that condition. Hallelujah. So, but you, you have to, you have to respond. You get, you get to the point where you, you, you don't say like, this situation will never change. I'll never get ahead. My family is never going to change. Um, I'm, I'm going to stay sick. Everybody in my family has had diabetes, heart disease, high blood pressure, blah, 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 blah. Uh, you don't say, nobody wants to hear what I have to say. I'm nobody. I can't 
uh, do much, no, or I, I can never make ends meet, no matter how hard I try. I just, it's just not possible. Uh, or these children, they just want to do what they want to do. They never, they're not respectful. They're never going to do right. Or, or people say, I just can't help it. I, I know what I should be doing, but I just can't help it. I just can't help it. You know, all these, all this conditioning. That, that is so false. It is so, and Jesus just looked at the man and, and he knew he'd been in there a long time. And I love how the scripture puts it because it lets us know that at any time, at any time, hallelujah, we, things can change. Jesus can enter in and change your life at any time. Is this somebody's time? Is hallelujah. Is it somebody's time? Is it your time? Is, is today your time? Hallelujah. Who is this for? Is today your time? In Jesus' name, Lord God, I thank God that he leads us up out. And I believe God is leading you up out of some bad situations, some tenuous situations, from difficult situations. He's leading you up out of them. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, he is leading you up out of them. You're entangled in entanglements that you ain't got no business being in. He's leading you up out of them. Hallelujah. Difficulties at work. People are blaming you for things that aren't even your fault. He's leading you up out of that. Hallelujah. Challenges in marriages. He's leading you up out of the difficulties and giving you insights, huh, insights, revelation on how those things get turned around. But he asks you, will you be made whole? Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. Because you, you have to follow now. You have to follow. And it takes courage. Do you have the courage to trust him to change your life? Woo, hallelujah. Do you have the courage to trust God to change your life? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Mm-mm-mm. Well, see, the impotent man started, started utilizing his old go-to's. He said, you know, he says, well, I don't have anybody to help me. He said, I have nobody to help me. Every time the water gets troubled or somebody else gets down in front of me, I, I don't have any assistance. I can't, you know, life is just so tough for me. Life has just been so unfair and I'm just stuck here and there's nothing I could do about it because every, every time I even try, I can't, I can't do anything. You, you see, that he started rehearsing those old familiar habits. And Jesus is saying, uh-uh. You, 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 do, you do one thing. You follow me. You follow me. So you can't rely on those old familiar sound bites. Those old familiar habits. You can't, that cannot be a part of your future. You can make the decision to disconnect from that. I had to make the decision to not engage in a pity party. You'd say, 
well, this doesn't happen for me. Everybody else gets to do this, and I don't get to do this because I'm the youngest, and I'm this, and I'm the that, and, and everybody else got brand new this, and I, did, I get all I get used clothes because everybody else got new clothes, and I can't get this, and and they had all this money because I remember the eldest went, went to school. You know, they got a car, and they got they got all the, all the family finances went to making sure they got through college and stuff. And I'm number five, and there was nothing. There was, there was just nothing. And, but I remember, thank God I accepted Christ when I was like 12 years old. Because I heard the Spirit speak to me. I heard the Lord say, I will get you through college. I heard that at 17. And my parents sat me down and said, we just don't have the funds. And I said, my God will get me through college. My God will get my, I, and I knew that. My God will get me through college. I knew that. And he did. Oh, my goodness. I mean, it was amazing. He did. My parents were shocked. I was going off to Boston doing actuarial science. Because, uh, yeah, because I got an A's in, um, what is that called? In um, calculus. And so I got New England life insurance. And they paid me enough to pay for my schooling in three months. That, I mean, this is God. This is God. And, but but and, and I had said to my parents, because I, I heard it, my God will get you. I, my, God, my God will get me through college. It, I mean, I could have, anybody could have said, well, it's just not fair. Everybody else, they got to go to Harvard and they got to go to PhD and they got, and look at me. That's crazy. God is not a respecter. It's not like someone's got preferential treatment over you. There's, there may be a different way of getting to, you know, there's a, maybe a different way of getting to the result that God has for you, but you're going to get there. You're, he will get you there in ways that you don't even know. I'm telling you, it was, this was amazing. Can you imagine you're applying for this summer job? There are people, they used to, they, in the hallway, they'd have these chairs lined all the way up. And then there's a room where, they, where these people from these companies were interviewing. So I'm sitting there and you see all of these like mathematics majors and all. I hadn't even declared a major. And I'm sick, but you gotta follow. You gotta follow. You don't count yourself out. You gotta show up. Because he, he said, I'm, a, I'm a going to get you through college. So, you know, you show up. You don't sit there, there and say, oh, well, I'm not a math major. I don't do actuarial science. I don't, I, can, I don't fit in here. One of these things is not like the others. I better go home. No, you show up. You follow him. You follow the leading of the Holy Spirit. You follow the leading. And yes, I sat down there. Yes, and, but God, when you fall, I mean, he is able to make all grace abound. I can't tell you how, I, can, I can't tell you how my resume floated to the top. I can't, I don't, I can't tell you why they selected me over math majors. But all I know is it was a work of God. And God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that you can ask or think about. Hallelujah. I saw, I, my jaw dropped. I got the, what? 
I got the job. Hallelujah. I went up to Boston, made all that money, saved that money, didn't engage in retail therapy, saved that money, paid that tuition, went on forward. Hallelujah. And I did the same thing. IBM. I worked. I mean, just it was amazing how God turned that thing around. But he did. It was amazing. More than enough to pay for my tuition. Just like he said, when I, I, I had no idea how it was going to happen. But he said, I'll get you through college. Like, will you trust me? Do you understand this? Will you be made whole? Hallelujah. I just, I just bless the Lord. I bl Do you have the courage to trust him to change your life? I'm telling you. It's the best decision you could possibly make. It is the best to simply choose to trust God. Because he is. He says, I am the good shepherd. He is. He is the good shepherd. He has already laid down his life for you. And he says, my sheep, they hear my voice. I know them. I know right where you are. But you must follow me. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. So you can make excuses or you can make a decision. Hallelujah. I could have made excuses, justifiable ones. Or I, could make it, or I could make a decision to follow him. Sat myself now, <laughs> right along with those other applicants. And by the grace of God, they awarded me the job. That's just, I mean, that's, that's what I'm saying. You got to have the courage to trust him. You have to have the courage to trust him. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Amen. Mm -mm -mm. So you, somebody, we need to decide that we're not going to allow how things look to dictate what God has for our future. We have to decide that I'm just not going to follow what the world system says I should be doing, but I need to follow God. I, you know, we have to decide that I'm willing to do what the spirit of the Lord is instructing me to do. Huh. Even if that, you know, even if that means, you know, uh, saving your money or doing things differently from other people, even if other people don't understand, it's, it's important. It's important. It'll change the whole trajectory of your life. Thank you, Lord God. Jesus looked at that impotent man, and he says, you rise, take up your bed, and walk. And that man had to respond. He had to follow him. He could have sat there saying, are you crazy? Don't you see me in this condition? If I thought I could get up, don't you think I would be up? You understand? Mm-mm. You say, okay, Lord, I trust you. 
I trust you. I trust you, Lord. And it says that immediately the man was made whole. Mm -mm -mm. And he took up his bed because he was not going back to that same condition. Hallelujah. He took up his bed and he walked and went forward. And that's what I believe for you today, that there is a going forward for you. I believe that the good shepherd is not leaving you, has not left you, but is leading you. Hallelujah. Into good places. I believe that the Lord is bringing you up out of things. Hallelujah. That you are not going back to. I believe that the Lord has sent me here to encourage you to follow him. And I pray even by the spirit of almighty God. Yes, because there are some who are entangled in thorny situations. I don't know who this is, but there's someone who has gotten involved and there's like a joint ownership of some kind of property. There's a, I don't know if it's a car, some, there's a joint ownership and it's with someone that you know you, 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 you don't have any business with. And you're thinking, well, I'd like to do this, but it would be so difficult to extract from it. You just, you need to make that decision today that you're going to follow God. You're going to follow Jesus because he's leading you up out of that difficult situation into a far better situation. He's leading you into something far better. I don't know who that's for, but just receive it in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Heavenly Father. I, I sense the Spirit of God is moving and ministering individually to, to people under the sound of my voice. And right now, we call you out of those closed loops, those, those places where you have the constant refrain, the the constant excuses, and I can't help it. This is just how I am. I, don't, I can't seem, every time I try, it just doesn't seem to work. I just can't. That's just who I am. I don't see a way out. All that, we rebuke it in the name of Jesus. Jesus, the Lord is calling you up out of that. Those are cycles of defeat that are being broken even now by the power of the Most High God. By the power of God, it's being broken. What is essential is for a response, for a response, the response from the, from the individuals to follow Jesus, follow Jesus. Hallelujah. And I thank God because the change has already been set in motion. There's change that has already been set in motion. Glory to God. Hallelujah. There's a change that can make your marriage seven times better than the day you said I do. There is a change, hallelujah, that promotes you even in your vocation. There's a change for increase, hallelujah, in Jesus' name. There's a change for abundance, for wealth, in Jesus' mighty name. There is a change, glory to God, for open doors, doors that no man can shut. Hallelujah. Doors that God already has opened for you if you would simply follow. Oh, hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. There, there's, there's a change. There's a betterment 
even in your family situation, your, your children are blessed in Jesus' mighty name. There's a turnaround coming even for your offspring in Jesus' mighty name. If you would simply choose to follow, choose to follow Jesus, hallelujah, for he indeed is the good shepherd. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. We rebuke every hireling that has invaded. We rebuke every wolf that has come in. We, in the name of Jesus, we come against sickness. We come against disease. We come against poverty. In the name of Jesus, we come against every ism in Jesus' mighty name. Racism, sexism, every type of ism, we rebuke it in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Father God, that you don't leave. You are the I am, and you are here, present, even in the midst of everyone's individual situations. I thank you for your presence here, even now. The I am is here. The I am is here. I thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father, for your presence here even now. Bless you, Lord God, for your presence causes mountains to fall. It causes crooked places to be made straight and rough places to be made smooth. We bless you for the presence, your presence here. We give you praise, Lord God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And even today, Lord God, we say, yes, we are your sheep. We hear your voice. And we follow you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you that there's turnaround occurring even now. Even now. Lord, as you did it for me so many times in so many ways, I pray, Father, that you do it for the people of God. Thank you, Lord God. We give you glory. We give you praise. Hallelujah. Just take time in your own time. You know, as this word has been ministered to you, you are aware of exactly the circumstances, exactly what the spirit has been saying. So you, in your own way, you speak to the Lord and, and you thank him for being there for you. Hallelujah. Tell him that you are going to follow him. Hallelujah. As you speak, Lord, I will follow. Hallelujah. Father, I pray that you incur that the courage rises up within the people of God to move forward with you, Lord God. Let, let them show up for the interviews. Let them revamp the resumes. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Could give them the courage to move forward, Father. Give them the courage to speak up. Give them the courage to be seen. Give them the courage, Lord God, hallelujah, to say that which is right. Give them the courage, Father God, to change even the discourse in their homes. Oh, Father, in Jesus' name, you, hallelujah. Just pray in your own way right now. I thank you, Lord God, that you're doing a work and a wonder in our midst. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. 
that they're at an inflection point, a turning point. Hallelujah. The people of God at a turning point, an inflection point. And I thank you, Father, that it goes well, that they are made whole in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. That they are going forward, that they are coming up, picking up their beds and going forward into the new, into the good, into the better that you have for them in the mighty name of Jesus. I thank you, Lord God. I thank you, Father. Bless you, Lord God. Bless you, Lord. I give you praise for it all. Ah, hallelujah. Nobody like you. You indeed are a good shepherd. We thank you, Father, for you are good and your mercy endures forever. We give you praise in Jesus' name. Somebody say amen. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Did this help somebody today? Hallelujah. I thank God. I thank God. Hallelujah. Jesus is Lord. Amen. I, I, okay, praise God. Our first lady, Pastor Meg, has a word for us, and I'm so grateful that she's in the house. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Can we try this uh, microphone over here? Yeah, that's good. Praise the Lord. I'm only doing this because... Reverend Janice kept saying, you have to obey God and you have to follow God, so I will. Um, when, <laughs> when I came in and um, you started ministering, you had started, but your left hand, every time you'd pick it up, I'd see oil coming of, your, of the palm of your hand. And I was thinking, I'll tell you at the end of the service. Then Pastor Joe came up to me and said, um, can you pray with uh, Reverend Janice at the end of service because she said she had experienced some challenges and God said no she's going to pray for you guys and as she prays for you you will agree with her in prayer and all things will be done both for us and for you so we're going to stand up and we're going to obey God you know God had to drag me here so <laughs> so Reverend Janice you're going to lift up your hand and we're going to receive from the anointing I don't know what you're going to pray, but that's what God said to say. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But I cast under the end of my mother. But I cast under the end of my Oh, hallelujah. Lord God, we just bless your name. Oh, we call you holy. We call you the good shepherd. We thank you for your goodness towards us, Lord God. Oh, and I just pray over everyone under the sound of my voice. I pray a fresh anointing over everyone under the sound of my voice. Hallelujah. Even as your word says, be strong and very courageous. I pray for an extra 
unction upon the lives of the people of God that they rise up in strength and in courage. Be strong and very courageous in the name of Jesus. I pray a fresh anointing. Oh, hallelujah. Fresh oil upon each and every one of us, Lord God. Hallelujah. For we delight to do your will. Hallelujah. We pray them into the places that you prepared for them from before the foundation of the world. In Jesus' mighty name. Oh, the paths to dwell in, the good paths to dwell in. I thank you, Lord God, that all their lines fall together in pleasant places in Jesus' mighty name. I bless you, Lord God, for you are the Lord God who says that every valley shall be exalted and every mountain and hill shall be made a plain. Every crooked place shall be made straight. Every rough place shall be made smooth. This we decree and declare over the people of God. You and your word declare that all flesh shall see it together. Huh? For the mouth of the Lord has spoken it. I thank you, Lord God, for the turnaround, the turning point, inflection point, that people, hallelujah, are going from their present into their promise by the power of the Most High God. I thank you, Lord God, that the people of God, we follow you. We follow you for you have the answers. You have the key to abundant life. You know how to turn financial situations around. You know how to reach our children. You know how to speak to individuals, even upon their beds, Lord God. You know how to go in, hallelujah, and make doors open that others have shut. Hallelujah. You are the one who is greatest. You are king of kings. You are Lord of lords. You have put all things under your feet. So Father, we follow you. Hallelujah. In Jesus' mighty name, we are apt to follow you, Lord God. And I thank you, Father, that even, even from the bad decisions that we've, been, that we've made, you said you're able to work all things uh, after the counsel of your own will. You're able to work all things even after the counsel of your own will. So I thank you that there's nothing that has occurred to date that is an impediment to your promises. Hallelujah. And so I thank you that for breakthroughs, breakthroughs on the behalf of the people of God, everyone under the sound of my voice, there's a breakthrough. Hallelujah. In Jesus' mighty name, even as you follow the word of the Lord, there is manifested breakthrough. We decree it and we declare it in Jesus' name. The good shepherd has spoken it. The good shepherd has anointed it. The good shepherd has appointed it. The good shepherd has spoken it and it is so. So we receive it and we give you thanksgiving and praise. Thank you for seeing us, Lord God. Thank you for seeing some of us who've been in a place for a long time. Thank you that you have not passed by, but thank you that you are I am. You are right here present. Thank you that you've changed our situations, Lord God. We thank you, Father, and we choose to follow you. We give you glory. We give you praise. Hallelujah, for there's none like you. We just adore you, Lord God, and we thank you for what you've done in this setting, in our lives this day. We give you praise. 
Give him praise. Somebody give him praise. If you think the Lord has, hallelujah, spoken to you, if you think you've heard something from the Lord, if you think you've received something, if you believe your circumstances are changing, somebody lift up a praise. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. We give you praise in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes, aren't you glad you came today? Aren't you glad you came? Hallelujah. Things are already changing. It's already changing in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. I give him praise. Mm, yes, indeed, I give him praise. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Nobody like you, Jesus. Nobody like you. And I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Bless the mighty name of Jesus. Ooh, I just sense the presence of the Lord even in our midst. Now he's moving. He's still moving. He is still moving. So just go ahead and continue to receive. Make sure you're receiving. Make sure. Don't bat it away. Just receive it. Just let, let it soak into your spirit. Say, thank you, Father. Thank you. Don't put up any, anything. Don't say, oh, but, but you know this. Uh, don't mm, Just receive. Hallelujah. Just receive because he's greater than all of that. Any impediment that you think you can put up, he's greater than all of it. Hallelujah. He knows you. He sees you where you are. Thank you, Lord. So just receive. Thank you, Father. I receive the blessing of the Lord. I receive the turnaround. I receive the change in my body. I receive the change in my relationships. I receive the change in my finances. I receive. I receive it. I receive it. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I'm a receiver today. Praise God. I'm a receiver today. I'm a receiver today. Ah, by the power of God. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, let the spirit continue to move. We can't stay on all day, so I'm going to go on with the tithes and the offerings. If, if you would like to make a, a contribution to, to, to expend it, give your tithes and your offerings today. We give you that opportunity right now in the name of Jesus. You can do so by using Zelle. And for that, the number is 571-234-2387. It's 571-234-2387. And the name is World Missions Ministries. You can also go online to www.wmmchurch.org. And you can click on the donate button and you can give right online. You can also mail your offering in here to World Missions Ministries at 6805 East Clinton Street. And that is in Clinton, Maryland. And the zip is 20735. Again, that's World Missions Ministries, 6805 East Clinton Street, Clinton, Maryland, 20735. And I would like to just pray over your offerings. Thank you, Father. 
thank you, dear Lord. I thank you for the change. I thank you that change has come for those who have chosen to follow you. Hallelujah. We follow you concerning our finances. We follow your instructions to us to give, and it shall be given again unto us. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, shall men give into our bosoms. So we follow your direction, Lord God, and we give. We give willfully. We give cheerfully, Lord God. We thank you, Father, for the opportunity to give into your kingdom business, your kingdom work. I ask blessings upon those who are giving into this work. I thank you, Lord God, that the blessings of the Lord make rich and you add no sorrow to them. I thank you, Father, for blessing our baskets and our stores. I thank you that what we set our hands to prospers and succeeds. Father, this we decree, we declare in accordance with the word, and we say it is so, and we give you praise for it, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, and amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, this has been wonderful. I'm so grateful for the opportunity to have released the word that the Lord had for us this day. And, I, and I'm sure we're all better as a result of it. Hallelujah. 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 And so for those online, I just invite you to join with us. I invite you to come into the sanctuary if you're nearby. And the sanctuary, for those who don't know, it's the same as the the address for giving, 6805 East Clinton Street in Clinton, Maryland. You come by and visit with us. Praise God. Amen. And, you know, I just pray that you have accepted the Lord as well. And if you haven't, oh, my goodness, make the decision to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and personal Savior. Just acknowledge that he died for your sins. Thank you, Jesus, for dying for my sins. And simply ask him, Father, I ask that you come into my heart and be my Lord and Savior. I believe you died for my sins. I believe you rose again. I believe you're seated at the right hand of the Father. Hallelujah. I believe that you are the Messiah. Lord, just come into my life. Hallelujah. Change my life. I give you my life. And I choose to follow you. If you say words to that effect, then you're saved. And we thank God for your salvation. Hallelujah. And I invite you to join us again next week at the same time for World Missions Ministries. And in the meantime, may the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you his peace. Hallelujah. God bless you. Amen, amen, and amen.